Welcome to a new episode of the NACF Podcast. This week we have co-pastor Sharonda Manor Foster, and we talk about the waiting place, the place where nobody likes to sit and wait on what God is preparing for them, not knowing what idea God has in store for them. We all get impatient in the waiting place. Until one day come, I'm just going to sit right here. You're squandering the waiting place. God does not waste time. He is moving on you even in the waiting place. There is an expectation from you even when you're waiting. Don't get sour in the waiting place. Keep working. Keep doing the things that he told you to do. Amen. It is our time of giving. And we appreciate everyone for their giving. We thank you all for for what you have done and in the blessing that you have given and everything that you have partaken. You have allowed this ministry to continue to do the work. Amen. The work that needs to be done. We appreciate everyone that has been giving. Amen. There are three ways that you can give. You can text New Antioch to 77977. If you have a phone, some people, you can text it. Just go on there, do Antioch 977-977. You can do it right now. And you, if you don't feel comfortable that way, you can give online at antioch-aliante.org. When you go to the website, there is a donate section at the top. Go to donate, and it will take you to where our giving site is. And lastly, if you feel comfortable with mailing your giving in, the address is for you on the screen, 2550 Nature Park Drive, Suite 100, North Las Vegas, Nevada, 89084. Again, we appreciate everyone who has been a blessing to the house of God and that wants to see the ministry and the kingdom of God continue. With that being said, let's pray over this giving. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, God, for the givers. We thank you for the gift that they are willing to sacrifice and sow a seed into the kingdom, God. And every seed that they plant, Father, we ask that you return it to them 100-fold, God. Amen, amen. Amen. While Pastor Darian is still here, you also can give electronically. Uh, They're standing after service, if you want to give by credit card or debit card, you can also give electronically. And those offering envelopes, if you can return them now, or you can return them at the end of service as well. Amen. It is Clergy Appreciation Month. Amen. And I like to do my own appreciation. My birthday's in September, and you guys bless me so well in September, October. I like to pay it forward and just bless um, some people that are working in the ministry, I usually pick a group. I also, of course, going to appreciate our pastors. Uh, all of you, feel free to pick up a card, put a little something in it, uh, and appreciate the ministers, the people that minister among you, whoever has touched your heart. Uh, feel free to do that. But today, I, I want to um, give out to some special, special group uh, of men today. This is what was on my heart this month. Uh, when I was in school, there's something called the Moynihan Report. And what they did is they went and they looked at um, the black family. And they came up with all of these uh, assessments of how we were. 
Uh, and even though most black families at that time did have two family households, uh, they looked at the black family and said that they were female run. Uh, and we were a matriarchal society. Uh, but they looked at it from a patriarchal viewpoint. And what we found when we went back and looked at it is that uh, black men and women typically did it together. And so when you're looking from a patriarchal, you'll say, these women have too much power. But the truth of the matter is, is that it was an egalitarian. And we found that we do stuff together. I said that to say that uh, at New Antioch, being a female pastor, what we've heard throughout the years, because we do have women in ministry, is that this church is run by women and the women do everything. Uh, and it was just on my heart to, to let everybody know this ministry is a great place for men, that men develop very well here, and they are doing uh, great things here. But a lot of times what they're doing is not as visible uh, because of uh, the senior pastor and a lot of the pastors being female. And so uh, I want to... I uh, uh, did it this morning. I want to do it even, uh, now at our church. Is some of the leading men that are really running things. I want to appreciate you. Let everybody see this is a great place to develop, whether you are male or female. We are doing this thing together. This is not a female-run church. We are doing this thing together. And so uh, we, of course, always going to appreciate our own pastor. He's going to help me to appreciate these men of God. The reason you got two cards, um, the gift is only in one of them. Uh, I made out some cards, and our co-pastor made out some cards, and hers looked so nice, I decided to go ahead and give you both of them. Uh, <laughs> and so we want to bring up uh, Brother David Foster, and I just want y'all to come and stand. This is our media director, really for both churches. <laughs> yeah, I want him to stay here. Our media director for both churches, he keeps the social media, I should say that we're our social media director, so Instagram and uh, the uh, uh, Facebook and I don't even understand some of that stuff, the YouTube, uh, it, he has it going on and who, who knew? Uh, we wanted to hire a minister director, we don't give him enough money to really tell him we hire him, but um, who knew how important this job was going to be when he decided to take it on and our social media has exploded. We thank you for your leadership in the house. Uh, James Mays. This is our worship coordinator. He started out leading praise and worship and now he's over the whole thing. Uh, and so worship doesn't just happen. Y'all just don't come in here and the microphones are working and the lights. Oh, somebody has to coordinate all of this and people in place. And uh, he is a, a leading man in the house. Uh, there are some things in this pandemic. I tell you, he took it on. And I was a little skeptical because I don't understand a lot of the technology. And I just, okay, I'm going to let you try it. And I mean, he came through. He really came through for us, and we looked like we was a 21st century church. Uh, so our worship coordinator, uh, Brother James Mays. Um, Renard Hunter. That's right, give it up for him. He is a young man that took on our, uh, our safety, and... Um, you know, we, and brothers, we do miss you, 
Uh, but we needed a director, and even though he's a young man, he's a college student, he took it on, and, and I never come up here, and there's not somebody in place. Uh, it's a young leader coming up. We appreciate you, Renan. Um, I'm just so proud of you, man of God. Sometimes young adults drop church, but he has not missed since he got out of high school. He has been here and just growing, and I appreciate you, Renan. Miss Isaiah Sweet. Yeah. Isaiah is just everywhere. But he has taken on uh, coder leadership of our uh, seasoned saints, but in everything that we need, he's still working safety. He's still um, uh, with bereavement, but he has been leading with, with our seniors. We appreciate you, Isaiah. He's with me in Sunday school, and uh, he's just an outstanding man of God. Mr. Keith Calhoun. He thought it was funny that I considered him clergy. You ordained, you clergy now. Amen. We thank God for him. Of course, he is our youth director. Our youth and children has supervised that. And again, he's all over the place as well in our prayer and uh, in, in everything that we do. A great support of church. But he is a leader in the house. God is continuing to elevate him. Uh, I'm going to make a pastor out of him. That's my task. He does have that call, and he has been doing the work. And we appreciate you. Uh, he actually took on the young adults as well. So he's the only one in the church that has children, youth, and young adults for both camp. And uh, we don't have that same position at the other campus. Uh, and so he has been, uh, again, a leader all through the house. Uh, Mr. Sean Richardson. John is another one of those. He's our number one supporter of the house. So everything that you see these other men doing, Sean is right there next to them, right there next to James, right there next to Keith, right? He is just right there in whatever needs to be done in the house, in several ministries. He's been uh, the, the stalwart in the house since the beginning of the church. We've been able... To almost every department of the church, this man has worked in, and he, can, he is a leader in the house, as well as being a servant leader in, in, in MIT. Um, Minister Marias Richardson. He's working now. He's one of our leaders in our finance department, one of our leaders in children and youth and prayer and in all of that. Amen. All of that. Um, he is a leading man in the house, and we are excited for what God is doing here. So don't this look good, y'all? I'm telling y'all. These men are leading in this house. And our newest leader. Um, has taken on a huge task, and it has been a life changer. And it was really the Aliante Church that was in a bind. And we asked this man of God, we've asked him a couple of times, but this time he said yes. I believe that God said yes to take on the music department of the entire house of Antioch. And it has been life changing for our church here at Aliante, Minister Keith Winfield. 
is the music director for the House of Antioch. And so he gets double honor. Somebody take a picture of this for our 20. If y'all taking a picture of this, y'all got it. Amen. And while I um, pray, if you would just lay hands and pray for them. Minister Jerrion has some help in the house. He is not alone in the leadership of the house. Men, we need you. There's plenty of leadership opportunities, and this is a great place for men to develop. Some of them, you wouldn't believe how they are now versus when they first stepped in uh, the house of Antioch, and we're excited. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, God, as we appreciate these men of God that are leading in New Antioch at Aliante, God, bless them. Bless them indeed. Enlarge their territory. Let your hand be with them. Keep them from evil, and keep evil from them. God, I need you to line up 10 men behind every one of them. Let each of them lead another 10 men. God, to be developed in this house. God, I thank you for them. Bless them in every area of their life. God, and let them be transformed even to a higher level of destiny. And we give you the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. I forgot. God bless you. Love you all. I've got things, a few things about Keith, you all. Oh, he don't want me to tell that stuff. I told him this morning. But, um, so come on, praise team. But a lot of things we couldn't afford to do, and Keith made it happen for us. A lot of the changes we afforded to make, uh, we couldn't have, ha he made it happen for us. The new instruments that we have, he made it happen for us. Uh, and so we do appreciate, uh, so let's enjoy Keith Winfield and the new Antioch at Helios. The, the Winfieldettes. The Winfieldettes. <laughs> the Winfieldettes. The Winfieldettes, everybody. <laughs> it's so much fun serving Jesus, ain't it? <laughs> we do love our minister of music. That's what I call him. Amen. Hey. The Lord is my light and salvation. Whom shall I fear? Whom shall I be afraid? The Lord is my light and salvation. Whom shall I fear? Whom shall I be afraid? I will wait on you. I will wait on you. I will trust in you. I will trust in you. The Lord, the Lord is my light and salvation. Shall I Who shall I fear? Hey. Who shall I be afraid? The Lord is my light. The Lord is my light and salvation. Who shall I fear? Who shall I fear? Who shall I be? I will wait on you, God. I will 
Because we set our hope on you, God. My, my, the everlasting God. Thank you, God. And while we wait, we will sing hallelujah. We'll dance in his presence. I like to dance, y'all. <laughs> and we will worship and praise until you come again, God. Hallelujah. Because you are God.
Do you know if the King of Glory filled this place, nobody in this place would ever be the same? Ever be the same. You wouldn't have to leave here wanting or needing anything if you can understand what we're asking for. And so you may not be sure. And then she said, we, we're, we're just going to dance in your presence until you come again. Because the promise of the King of Glory, y'all, is just sweet. It's just full. There's nothing lacking. Nothing missing. And so until you come again, we'll revel right here in this place. Right here where you are. Because we believe he's going to come again. Yes, we believe Jesus is coming back. But until then, we're just going to, Chantel, come do that dance. We're just going to dance in your presence. Oriah, come show us, uh, you and Chantel, that we'll just dance in his presence. And you ain't even got to know how to do the dance that Miss Chantel and them do. What's your dance look like when you dance in the presence of God? In the fullness of God. Your gratitude of God is right before you. How dare you not dance for God? How dare you not show your gratitude? King of glory, fill this place. Just wanna be with you. Yeah. Just wanna be with you. 
He's pleased. He's pleased. He's pleased with your worship. He is pleased with your worship. Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. And I want us to understand that the God that we serve, he doesn't just show up for nothing. He comes into a room to do something. He might just want to show you something. He might want to show you himself. He might want to show you you. He might want to show you what he can do. Who he is. Who he is. Allow him to introduce himself. Allow him to introduce himself. Allow him to introduce himself to you, to somebody who who needs something and you don't know what's been missing in your life, can't get right, allow him to introduce himself to you. Be open and be available to a new acquaintance, to a new friend that'll be closer than anybody in your life. Be available. Be available. We're going to push on in the service, but... I want you to get in your mind and your heart as we go forward that I'm available. I'm available for this new acquaintance. I'm available for you to move in me. Thank you, praise team. Woo, y'all, let's praise God for the praise team. Oh, and our musicians, what an atmosphere that they have set in here from the very beginning. As soon as we came in, we could feel something stirring in the atmosphere and they have just uh, just did it. We're going to move right on into, into the word. I'm excited about it. Um, and so stand with me again. I'm sorry, y'all don't sit down yet. We're going to sit down in just a few moments. But let's read our scriptures and we will read them together. Whoa, I feel the presence of God in here. I feel the presence of God in here. All right, let's read together. We're going to start with Lamentations 3.25. And we're going to be coming out of the Amplified version on today just because we need a little bit more, you know, explanation. And so let's read that together. The Lord is good to those who wait confidently for him, to those who seek him on the authority of God's word. Psalm 27.13 through 14 Wait for and confidently expect the Lord. Be strong and let your heart take courage. Yes, wait for and confidently expect the Lord. Let's stay, let's stay in here together, y'all. Micah 7, 7. But as for me, I will look expectantly for the Lord. And with confidence in him, I will keep watch. I will wait with confident expectation for the God of my salvation. My God will hear me. Come on, Micah. Isaiah 40, 28 through 31. Yeah, come on, Micah. We're going to come on. Let's read it. Do you not know? Have you not heard the everlasting God? The Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, 
does not become tired or grow weary. There is no searching of his understanding. He gives strength to the weary. And to him who has no might, he increases power. Even youths grow weary and tired. And vigorous young men stumble badly. But those who wait for the Lord, who expect, look for, and hope in him, will gain new strength and renew their power. They will lift up their wings and rise up close to God. Like eagles rising toward the sun, they will run and not become weary. They will walk and not grow tired. Amen, amen. You may have your seats. Good afternoon, good afternoon, and welcome to the waiting place. Welcome to the waiting place where everyone is just waiting. They just waiting. You guys have probably heard us talk about the waiting place before. Dr. Seuss in his book, Oh, the Places You Will Go, to for us over here at New Antioch, he made the waiting place famous because everyone is just waiting. I had memorized the whole book all the places you will go. Because I enjoyed reciting, I enjoyed performing this book, but the waiting place is one of the most real places in the book. And so he says, uh, you'll find yourself in the waiting place, waiting for a train to go, or a bus to come, or a plane to go, or the mail to come, or the rain to go, or the phone to ring, or the snow to snow, or waiting around for a yes or a no, everyone is just waiting. Waiting for a fish to bite, or waiting to fly a kite, or waiting around for a Friday night, or waiting perhaps on their Uncle Jake, a pot to boil, or a better break, Everyone is just waiting. Waiting on a string of pearls, or a pair of pants, or a wig with curls, or another chance. Everyone is just waiting. He has some funny things in there that uh, I don't know if we really waiting around to uh, fly, uh, fly a kite. I don't know if we really sitting over there watching that pot, waiting for it to start boiling. But for some of those things, there is some real things that we are just waiting for. Now, somebody might be waiting for a wig with curls. Any witnesses that wait around for a wig... <laughs> With curls, some of the stuff is real in, 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 the, in the waiting place. And, and in Las Vegas, we may not be waiting for the snow to snow. But we are waiting around for a yes or a no. Everyone is just waiting. Today, we are going to talk about the waiting place. And how do you power through? 
So the title of today's message is The Waiting Place, hashtag power through. On this afternoon, we have done our best to recreate a waiting place. I chose a restaurant as an analogy because a lot of the things that happen in our real waiting places, we can compare those and see how they happen when we go to sit in a restaurant. So we have recreated a waiting place. And we're going to work our way through on this afternoon on the, the waiting place. Now, I set two tables because this is going to be our table. This is where you and I will sit. But over here is a table for other people that have been in the waiting place. I have my brother, and I didn't know my brother was going to be here on this afternoon. Hey, brother. Uh, but he took us to a fancy restaurant. Y'all, he fancy. Um, he took us to a fancy restaurant. We went to an Italian uh, restaurant. And it was one of the oldest restaurants in Vegas, and it was just off the strip. And so when we got there, they are known for, and they'll tell you who have dined in the restaurant. And so in this particular restaurant, the Rat Pack with Sammy Davis Jr. and all of those guys, they dined in the restaurant. And so even here in our waiting place restaurant, we got some famous people who this is their table that have been in the waiting place and powered through it. And so I want you to use your imagination that this table is full of people who have already come through the waiting place. Uh, King David, Pastor Darian, is, is seated over here in the waiting place. For he was anointed king when he was just a young boy. But it took about 15 to 20 years before he ever realized and got able to stand in the position. So he's familiar with the waiting place. And then there is Jacob, who went for the love of his life. And got tricked, tricked again. I don't know, it was 14, 20 years before he was able to leave out of there with what he had been promised. And so King David's in the waiting place, but so is Jacob in the waiting place. And then uh, Moses, and uh, the table's going to get crowded because Moses and the children of Israel are in the waiting place. Well, let me just say they've come through. So they pictures get to hang on the wall. But for today, they're sitting in the waiting place because they had to wait for 40 years in the waiting place. And then there is Job. Do y'all know Job? Job lost everything in about a matter of a day, all of his possessions, all of his children, and then he got sick, and now he's waiting and wondering, why am I sick, and why did I lose everything? All of his kids died. Everything is gone. Job, in the waiting place. Job said, hang my bitch on the wall, because I have been in the waiting place. And then there is Joseph who's in the waiting place, who had to wait. God showed him something, but then he had to wait, 
and get forgotten about and wait again. And so Joseph is hanging on the wall in the waiting place. And let's not forget about Abraham and Sarah. Do y'all know Abraham and Sarah? He told Abraham, get up, leave your family. He said all of the descendants of the world would eventually come, of his people would eventually come from Abraham. Told Abraham when he was 100 years old that he was going to have a baby and his wife was 90. He said they were going to have a baby. And then they waited in the waiting place 25 years. They hanging out in the waiting place. So we are going to take some cues from those who have powered through because all of them powered through the waiting place. And I don't know how many of you have found yourselves in a waiting place, but I dare to say that everybody in here is waiting for something. You're sitting waiting for something to clear up, waiting for something to stop, waiting for somebody to leave. You are waiting for that big break. You are waiting for a yes or a no. Everybody in here is just waiting, just waiting. But we're going to take some cues from those who are hanging on the wall as we sit ourselves in the waiting place in this restaurant to see what happens in the waiting place. The first thing that we learn is don't settle in the waiting place. Let me, let me take my place over here in my, I'm waiting. I hope y'all can see me. Let me sit to the side. Over here, what we have come to in a restaurant, and I think everybody in here has been in a restaurant. And so I've come to tell you that as you sit in your waiting place, don't settle. Don't settle because God is preparing something for you. But for most of us in the wait, and even in this analogy, we get impatient. Because we want to know what's going on if it's not coming out fast enough. We want to know if it's not moving, then what is happening in the kitchen? You got to look it around. I wonder what's going on in the kitchen. Well, God is preparing and God is chefing. He's the chef on this afternoon. He's trying to chef up something for you. And you're sitting out there and you're waiting, wondering why it has taken so long. And so then you start to settle. Well, if they're not going to be able to get that, I'll just get something else. If they're not going to be able to prepare what I've asked for, then uh, just let me order something else. And God told me to tell someone on this afternoon what he is preparing will be worth the wait. So don't begin to settle for what God is doing. My God. You, you don't, you, you, you're trying to fix it. Okay, God, okay, never mind. Then I don't want that. I want something else. You want to shift what you already ordered, what already has been planned because it's taking too long. The man of your dreams is taking too long. 
Those kids to act right is taking too long. But God said on today, let him work. Let me work. Don't change the plan. Don't adjust the dream. Don't scratch it out and make something easier happen for yourself. He said, let the chef prepare what he's preparing. Don't move. Just stay right there. Don't downsize. Don't change what it is. Because some of the things that are happening is something that you ordered. And now you got to wait for it. But some of the things that are being prepared is what he wants to prepare for you. And so you don't even know what's coming out of the kitchen. It's the chef's special. I don't know if you've ever been anywhere and the waiter comes up to you and, and the menu is already written out, but he said, but, but today the chef's special is. For some of you, you are waiting for the chef's special, which means you didn't even know what to order. You didn't know what you needed. But the chef was so gracious as to say, let me prepare you something. And so God is saying that to some of you on this afternoon. Let me prepare you something. And so I say to you, don't settle. Don't change. Don't call them back and try to order something else. Allow God to prepare what he is going to prepare. The next thing that we are going to learn from these folks that are sitting over here at this table is don't get stuck. Don't settle and don't get stuck in the waiting place. God is showing you something new, but you keep talking about what it was. I did, that's Moses and the children of Israel that's over there at that table. You get stuck and don't move forward because you keep talking about what it was. You want to keep talking about how it was prepared in the last restaurant that you were in. You keep saying, I want it like that. Well, they used to do it like this, and I'm, I'm, I'm used to doing it like that. He is trying to prepare you something new. But you keep talking about what it was. That's what the children of Israel did. Well, we used to have leeks and, and onions and fruit over here when we were slaves. But now that we're free, now you want to prepare us something else? We, don't, we get stuck right there because we cannot take on what is new. Don't get stuck. Well, my last boyfriend used to do this for me. And the person I was with last time, I'm, I want somebody to, to pay all my bills. So you get stuck in what God is trying to move you forward to because you keep looking back. My own ministry, my old pastor used to do this. We never did that. And, oh, God, let me stand up. We never did that at our old church. Our old pastor used to do this and used to do that. God is trying to show you something new. And you're going to mess around and get stuck in the waiting place because he can't show you something new because you want to go back to, to where you were and to what happened then. And so we're going to take a cue from them and we're not going to get stuck because if we get stuck in the waiting place, now we're looking around. Why is service so slow? 
It wasn't slow in my other place. The place that we go to all the time, they come fast. Somebody come over to your table quick. And nobody's come over to my table yet. Ain't nobody came over here yet. And so now you're going to mess around and get yourself stuck. Because you're looking for what was. Another thing that I don't want you to do to get stuck in. Because it'll make you salty. Just ask, you know what, she not over there. Because she didn't wait. But that's Lot's wife. Let me ask, she got salty. Because God said, just go. Just move forward. Just keep going. Don't look back. Don't, don't look back at what it was. Just keep going. But she got to a certain place. Then she looked back. And she got salty. Now she really, literally turned into a pillar of salt because she looked back. But for us, we remain salty. We remain complaining. We remain with an attitude. We salty because we got stuck because it don't look like what we thought it should when we were there. We don't understand that God is trying to move us out into another place. So in the waiting place, just wait. Just wait. And so don't settle in the waiting place. Don't get stuck in the waiting place. And don't sour in the waiting place. Now you're tired of waiting. And now you're bitter. And now you start complaining. Isn't that what we do? Y'all know how y'all do we in the waiting place? Me and my husband was just uh, in this place just a little while ago. And we was in a place and we sat down in there to eat. And we, you know, we just sat. Okay, this is good. In here. Looking around. Waiting. This is good. And then we, we started looking around at the other table. Did they come in here before us? Was they in here? Do they got food? Do they got their food already? If they got their food already, we're looking around and we're getting sour because now as soon as you figure, oh no, they didn't get their stuff before us. And don't let the people be of another race of any kind. Don't let them be of anything that you think. Another class, another gender. Don't, don't, why they get their stuff before us? Because that's the table of businessmen. Because that's what? Why did they get their stuff before us? That we get in sour and we getting sour quick. Because it's not happening. And we and we whispering between one another. And now we want the server. Where's our person at? Is that is that the girl who had us? Is that the person who was helping us? Because now we we looking for them and we want to know why did you serve them before us? And we believe that we was in here first. We're getting we're getting sour. And then we'll just look around and wait a minute. I'm just going to stop anybody because somebody going to help us up in here. 
And so you turned around, excuse me, excuse me. Can you find out, can you help us and find out what's going on over here? Because our person is not here anymore. You all, that's what we do in the waiting place. We turn around. God is already working and preparing on what he has for us in the waiting place. But we turn around and ask somebody else, can you help me? Can, can you help me get to where I need to be? Even if it's the enemy. We tired of waiting. And so we turn around and we ask somebody else in the waiting place, can you help me? Because we did not want to wait for what God was doing for us. And that's what happened with Job. Job is sitting over here. Job said, hang my picture up. Because Job is in the waiting place. But he got sour. And it was bad for Job. Job was justified in being upset in the waiting place. Not only for you all that don't know Job, that he lose all of his children in one day, all of his possessions in one day, but then he got stricken sick in his body. Boils came up all over his head. His wife said, why don't you just curse God and die? Just, just put yourself out of your own misery. He was justified in being upset in the wait. But God had him in the wait. And so I encourage you, my God, to not get sour in the wait. And for some of you, you sour in the wait because it's taking God too long to do what you thought he was going to do. It's taking the chef too long to prepare what he had for you. But the chef is waiting on you. You're not ready for what he's going to bring. You are not prepared for what you asked for. You are not prepared for the plan that the chef has for you. And you drumming your fingers and coming up with other plans and stopping other people. Can you help us? And the chef is saying, they're not ready yet. He's not ready yet for what I'm preparing. So let him wait a little while longer. Because none of us, when we're sitting in this seat, we don't have eyes in the kitchen. We cannot see what it takes to prepare what's being prepared for us. We cannot see what it takes for us to be prepared for what he's bringing out to us. My God, some of us want out of the waiting place so bad and so fast, but you're not ready to come out. Because if you had it, you wouldn't be able to handle it. Whatever he bringing to you, it would kill you. Whatever he's bringing to you, if you keep saying, I want it, I want it, I want it, you're not going to be prepared for it. It will kill you. It will take you out. It'll kill your family. It'll kill you spiritually. You believe that you can handle everything, but stay in the waiting place because God is preparing you. You're not always waiting on him. You're not always drumming your fingers, waiting for something to happen for that. God is waiting for you. Let him prepare you. Just ask Joseph. Joseph was told that his family, everybody was going to bow down to him. And then from that, Joseph goes through a series of places. He goes uh, sold into slavery. 
Uh, and then he has to work uh, at Potiphar's house. And then he gets thrown into prison. But all of that was preparing him. God was making him in that. He couldn't rush where God was taking him to. And God was also preparing the place for him. You can't rush out of the waiting place. There were certain things that had to be in place for Joseph to take his place. There was going to be a famine in the land. And Joseph was going to be the one to save everybody, including his family. But if he would have came out of the waiting place early, he would have missed it. He would have missed the whole thing because everything changed after that. Everything changed for Joseph and his people, the, all of the Israelites. It changed after that. And so allow God to prepare you, whatever he's working on for you in the waiting place. And then don't squander the waiting place. Don't settle. Don't get stuck. Don't sour. And don't squander. Don't squander the waiting place. Don't waste time just sitting in the waiting place. <sighs> I asked God for this a long time ago, and I'm still waiting for him to do it. And so I'm just waiting. I'm waiting for my husband to come along. I'm just waiting. I'm waiting for my kids to get some act right. I'm just waiting. I'm waiting for some money to come through. I don't know where it's going to come through. I don't know where the money coming from. But I'm just waiting. I'm just in the waiting place. Uh, when, I, when my money comes through, that's when I get busy in this waiting place. Uh, when, when my husband, when my wife show up, that's, that's when I start doing stuff that I'm supposed to be doing in the waiting place. You know what? Once they call my name and recognize that I'm up here, then I'm going to start working. But until they call my name and recognize that I'm up here... I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting. Squandering the waiting place. Just squat. Just you ain't do. Uh, when once it happened, then I'm gonna get busy. Then I'm gonna start doing it. It don't squander the time in the waiting place. Just keep working. Just keep moving. The waiting place is not a place to drum your fingers and not do anything. The waiting place is for you to keep working. Again, just ask Joseph. Joseph worked. He worked when he was a, a, a housekeeper for Potiphar, taking care of everything. He worked even when he was in the prison. He just didn't sit there and be like, well, God said one day, everybody's going to bow down to me. And so I'm just going to wait right here until that one day come. I'm going to sit right here until one day come. Tiff, until one day come. Until one day come, I'm just going to sit right here. You're squandering 
the waiting place. God does not waste time. He is moving on you even in the waiting place. There is an expectation from you even when you're waiting. Don't get sour in the waiting place. Keep working. Keep doing the things that he told you to do. You're waiting for your dream to come true, and then you're going to move it. You're waiting for the big house before you start taking care of the house you in. Just waiting. What you going to wait for? You, you waiting for the person to come along before you get in shape and get healthy? I'm just waiting. Because, you know, when he sent me a man in, then I have a reason to, to take care of everything. Come on. You're squandering the waiting place. I'm going to wait till God get them back before I move. I bet you I won't move from right here. Because God said vengeance is his. And that means God going to get revenge on my part. And so I'm waiting for God to get him. And I'm going to stand here and watch and wait for God to get you. I'm wasting time. I ain't doing nothing else. But God going to get you on my behalf. And so I'm just going to sit here and wait. You're squandering. You're squandering the waiting place. You're, you're squandering it. God said go ahead and work. Go ahead and move. Go ahead. And if you're somebody who found yourself in a waiting place, take the rest. If you found yourself in a waiting place, go ahead and, and rest in the waiting place. Go ahead and, and take a break in the waiting place. Don't squander it. Worrying yourself crazy because now you ain't got no work to do and you've been complaining about work. And then he gave you a break and now you're going to squander the break in the waiting place. So just keep moving and enjoy the journey in the waiting place. We, we don't understand that, but God is telling us this is what you do in, in the waiting place. You know, we, we don't understand all that's moving, all that's happening, what God is doing, even when we're right here and everything is happening up in the waiting place. We don't... Oh, oh. I done made a mess in the waiting place. I was just supposed to be waiting. Just waiting on God to do what he was going to do. And now I made a mess in the waiting place. And now I can see Abraham and Sarah turning around looking at me. Because they made a mess in the waiting place. They were supposed to be waiting on God. Remember, those were the two old people that God said, you're going to have a baby. And it was taking too long. And so they, they was going to make up a plan. And so they had one of the maidservants come in and and sleep with Abraham. They had a couple of plans, but that was one of the plans to, to have this baby. Well, they made a mess in the waiting place. Me too. Me too. In the waiting place, God said, let me prepare this for you. Don't move until I do it. And I started moving, Keith. I started making stuff happen. I created something for me to do, 
in the waiting place when all I was supposed to be doing was waiting. And now there's something that needs to be cleaned up because I made a mess in the waiting place. But we serve a God who is gracious even in the mess that you would make in the waiting place. I have come to encourage someone on this afternoon about your, your waiting place and where you find yourself, even if you've made a mess. In the waiting place, we serve a God that can clean it up. We serve a God that is gracious. We serve a God that will meet you right where you are. Oh, God, I messed up in the waiting place. And he came through. They had to deal with it. They had to deal with that baby because they did have a baby. But he wasn't the one. But God's grace covered it right there in the waiting place. And I want us to understand on this afternoon that there is a benefit in waiting. I want us to understand what God said would be in the waiting place. And so again, all of us have been here in the waiting place. But I want us to see the things that are happening that we cannot see and that we don't take note of. On the table in the restaurant is a fork, knife, and a spoon. I want us to understand that in the waiting place, God is going to equip you with what you need. You'll be gathering tools for what you're going to need. So don't, don't get upset in the waiting place because there are things here. Oh, there's tools in the waiting place. He didn't leave me empty-handed in the waiting place. He didn't leave me to fend for myself in the, uh, in the waiting place. There are tools for me to use right here in the waiting place. What else is right here in the waiting place? Some bread. Woo! I know we bang on the bread. Everybody who trying to lose weight and, oh, don't touch the bread. and Don't eat the bread. and Don't eat too much bread. And I thought you wasn't eating bread. Y'all, if you're in the waiting place and God provides you with some bread, eat the bread. He has sent something to sustain you in your waiting place. The word of God will sustain you. He'll send people to sustain you. He didn't leave you by yourself in the waiting place. Note the bread of God when you're in the waiting place. He didn't leave you there to starve and dry out and die. No, he sent some substance for you. And so even here, the girl ain't came back. I don't know who my person is. I don't want to ask nobody else. The chef's still preparing. But right here in the waiting place, there's bread. He's provided something for you to last on, to live on. And that bread is him, y'all. I didn't leave you alone in the waiting place. And what else is in the waiting place? They'll give you some water all day. They'll bring you some water all day in the waiting place. He said, I'm not going to let you dry out. I'm not going to let your gifts dry out. I'm not going to let your heart dry up. I'm not going to let your love dry up. I am going to sustain you in the waiting place. There is hydration that is coming from the Spirit of God right there in your waiting place. He has not forgotten about you. Even in your waiting place, 
My God, he is right there. And then on most tables, there's some salt and pepper. In the waiting place, you ain't got nothing else. I don't know what the chef preparing for me, but I'm waiting. He did not mean for your life to be dull in the waiting place. We draw all the way up. We don't want to live. We don't want to be refreshed. We don't want to be revived. We just want to drag and talk about I'm still waiting for this and I'm still waiting for that. And I don't know when it's going to come. But he has added some spice to your life even in the waiting place. Even in the waiting place. All of them he was adding to their lives. Abraham and Sarah was waiting. He's still adding to them. Jacob is waiting for his wife 14, 20 years. He was still adding. They came out rich people. Even, even in Moses and the children of Israel, they were not dull. They did not have a dull time while they were waiting for God to do that. He spiced it up. It was spicy. Even Abraham and Sarah. Huh. He didn't say, okay, I'm just going to. Bring y'all a baby, and, and y'all going to take care of the baby, and that's going to be it. No, he told Abraham and Sarah, y'all go in there and spice it up and make a baby. They were able to go in there and spice it up and make a baby. That's what I'm talking about. This is where we are, you all. For everybody that finds themselves in a waiting place. Do know that you are not forgotten. Waiting for the opportunity to buy a home, you are not forgotten. Waiting for this uh, sadness, this depression, this place, I'm waiting, you are not forgotten. It is not over for you because we serve a God who does not forget. And he came on this afternoon to let somebody, and somebody is sick in their body, physical, and you're waiting. I'm in a waiting place. I don't know when this is going to let up. I don't know how this is going to end. I'm, I'm just waiting. God came by to let you know in the same way that he was with Job. Job was like, I cursed the day I was born because this is so bad. But God came by to let him know, you wasn't there when I was creating. You don't know what my plans are. And for some of you, you don't know what his plans are and the reason why you're in a waiting place. For some of you, he's just waiting for you to be obedient. He's just waiting for you to do what he asked you to do. He said, they're not, they're not waiting on me. I'm waiting for them. He's waiting for you to do what you know to do, to do what he asks you to do, to bring you up out of the waiting place. For some of you, it's a life change that's going to bring you out of the waiting place. For some of you, it's a people change. You have to change some people so that you can come up out of this waiting place. Because for what God is preparing for you, those people cannot go. 
there'll be a sabotage. There'll be a hindrance right in the camp. You'll be watching for the enemies that's going to come. But the person that you're refusing, that God said, I need you to get some distance between you and this person. That's why you're still waiting. For somebody, you're waiting for that relationship to be right. You're waiting. I know, I know it's going to get better. I'm, I'm just waiting in here because I think this relationship is going to get better. When God is waiting for you to hear what he told you about that relationship and then move on what God told you to do. Tony, you're not waiting for God. He said, tell Tony that he's been in a waiting place for some time, but I'm with him. He said, it's all for a reason. And I hear him saying this to you, Tony. I provided bread for you in your waiting place. I provided what you needed to sustain you as I prepare you for what's come, for what's coming. Mm. Lead out. You'll know what I mean when I say this. But you have given charge over you, your feelings, your expression uh, to somebody else. And God is saying to you, no, you lead out. I'll share with you, and this could be for somebody else in here. Now, my son was a young, young man in his first real relationship at the time. Um, and he just doesn't do high drama at all. But he had found himself with a girlfriend that was high drama. And he wasn't feeling good. He just didn't feel good. Like physically, he didn't feel good. And when I was talking to him, he said, and this was years ago, he said to me. He said, you know what, mama? He said, the hard thing about being so close to somebody is that depending on how they feel, that's how you feel. And so if they having a bad day, now you having a bad day. If they feel like fighting, now you got to be in a fight. He said, I'm tired of giving somebody else control over how I feel. I don't want somebody else. I could be having a bad day and then you come and so now our day have to be bad. And so I say that to you. you. You've been waiting in this waiting place. God is preparing you in this place. But more than that, he has a place prepared for you. That he is going to just usher you right in. You'll be looking like Joseph and like, oh, this is what all of that was for? Because all of the tools that you'll gather in the waiting place, you'll be able to use when God takes you where you're going to be. And so just, just, just keep moving. I need you all to understand that God is intentional 
about what it is that he is doing for his people. You are not left alone in the place where you are. Brittany, God is preparing you. I know it's like, oh man, you don't even know where I've been. It's been crazy. My life been crazy. But one of the things, uh, when I first started living this lifestyle that uh, Pastor Parson told me, she said, as best you can take note of everything that you go through. Mm-hmm. Because you're going to have to teach it to somebody else. Yep. You're going to have to walk through it with somebody else. And so every place that you've been, and I know you've been some places, don't keep trying to push it all off. That ain't me. That ain't me. Yes, change your life. Yes, turn away from a lot of those things. But remember how you came out. Remember what mattered when somebody tried to help you so you can help somebody else in the same way. You're not in a a waiting place. You're being made right now. Man. King David was being made. God was making him. And so you're being made right now. Kishanda, your waiting place. Okay, let me just say this, and and I'm not going to pick on on Kishanda. But for some of you, it's time for you to come out of that waiting place. God's called you out of the waiting place. So that means that go ahead and take the preparation that he has done for you. And step out of the waiting place. For some of you, it's just nice to be in there because you can still say, God's working on me. He ain't through with me yet. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Come out of that waiting place. It's an excuse for you to keep doing that stuff that you want to do. Yes, he is. Yes, he is done. Your waiting place is done. And you, you just trying to, you didn't finish the whole plate. The serving came, the chef that served up, the special, uh, all your stuff is empty and you still sitting there. And the waiter will come back every now and then. Like, is everything all right, you? You got the check, you got everything you need. It's time. And if you know anything about the service business, once you to sat there for too long and they keep coming back, that's your cue to leave. Everything's still all right. Are you still good? Can we get you anything else? It's time for you to leave the waiting place. Go ahead. Go ahead and get out there. For some of you, you've been nursing this broken heart. Wow. And it was bad. And it did hurt. One, I want you to hear God say, I'm with you in this waiting place. For whoever broke your heart. For whatever broke your heart. For whoever is not there anymore. But he did say that trust him in the waiting place. Trust him in the waiting place. Whatever the chef is preparing, ask him, God, is this from you? For somebody who you've been waiting for friendship, uh, intimate. 
because your heart was broken due to loss, due to a breakup or whatever. I hear God saying on this afternoon, trust me to who I'll send in the waiting place. Don't be flagging nobody down. Hey, 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 is you the one supposed to be helping me over here? Don't, don't do that. Let God send who he's going to send. My God. Yes. Let God send who he's going to send to you in your waiting place. In your waiting place. There's another group of people that you're waiting to have a break. Dr. Seuss wasn't kidding. He said that those people are, are waiting for a break, but, but you all are waiting. They, look, they was waiting for a better break. You're just waiting for a break. <laughs> I just need a break. I've been going so hard. And you're looking for a waiting place. You're looking for a resting place. Well, I hear God saying, you are keeping you in that place. Uh-oh. God, I need a break. I feel like I can't stop. I just feel like everything just keep happening. What's going to happen to this if I stop? What's going to happen to that if I stop? What am I going to do? God said, I provided a waiting place. If you stop, your house is not going to crumble. If you stop, your spouse is not going to leave you. If you stop, you still going to have a place to live and food on your table. Allow God to show you what your waiting place looks like. Because for some of you, it's going to look like a resting place. Yes. Take the rest. Because you're going to work yourself sick. Take the rest. Because you're going to worry yourself sick. Take the rest. Take the rest. Everybody stand with me all over the place. We are being careful uh, because of COVID um, to actually have people, you know, uh, in our faces and we be in y'all faces. Um, but if you have a, a special request, like, you didn't hit on my waiting place, but I'm waiting. I found myself in this waiting place. We're going to all pray together. I mean, you can just kind of put your hand up, and I'll know that I, I have a, a, a place, Pastor Sharonda, that I'm waiting in, and I need somebody to pray for me in, in this waiting place. Waiting to be healed, waiting to feel better. I see your hands. Go ahead. If that is you, just raise your hand right there. I see your hand. That that I see your hand. That I'm, I feel like I'm in a waiting place. I see your hand. And I need you to pray for me. Because I need you to make it through the waiting place. I see your hand. I want you to understand that God sees you. That he knows that, God, I found myself in this place and I don't know how I'm going to get out. I just feel like I'm waiting. I'm waiting for something to happen. I'm waiting for something to give. I'm waiting for something to break loose. I'm waiting for an answer. I'm waiting for this to stop. I see your hand. I'm waiting for this to stop. I'm waiting for this to end. God, I'm waiting. I'm waiting to be better. I'm waiting to be healed. God, I'm, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. But we are going to pray for you on this afternoon. Because we pray believing that God knows. He knows the need. 
He knows where you need to be. He knows the concerns for your children. He knows, he knows, he knows the concerns for your spouse. He knows the concerns for your family. My God, he knows. God, I've been waiting for them to get this right and they're not getting it right. But God said, even in the waiting place, I have given something to sustain you. And so let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, we said thank you this afternoon for your word. We said thank you, oh God, for your people, oh God. God, that we don't want to settle. We don't want to get stuck, God. We don't want to be sour. My God, we, we don't want to, God. We want to keep moving. We want to be with you, God. We don't want to squander the opportunities that you have given us because we are full of complaint. God, give us to see where we are. God, give us, oh God, to revel right here in the waiting place. Give us to get to work right here in the waiting place. Give us to press in closer to you right here in the waiting place. God, you said you would make us stronger in the waiting place. My God, you said you would give strength to the weary right here in the waiting place. God, and so we said thank you for the strength that you are giving to your people right here in the waiting place. My God, in the name of Jesus, God, we are understand that we are not forgotten, that you have not forgotten about us, uh, that you are a God who never sleeps and never slumbers, uh, but you said that you would be with us, uh, and so we said thank you that even right now, God, you're making a way out of no way, that you're moving on our behalf, even right now here in the waiting place, and so God, we said thank you, we said thank you, God, that we can power through that you've given us not to get stuck right here in this place. And so we said thank you, oh God, on this afternoon that you came to speak to us, that you're speaking to your sons and daughters specifically about where they are, the places that they have found themselves. And so, God, we said thank you on this afternoon. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. And there may be someone in here on this afternoon that is said, but I don't know him. I want to get to know him because he's the one that's providing the bread and the hydration and the, and the tools and everything that I need in this waiting place, but I want to rededicate my life. I want to dedicate my life because I don't know how I'm going to do this without him. I want to know what you're talking about. I say, I'm saying on this afternoon, I'm willing. Jesus, I'm willing. I don't have it all together, but I'm willing. I'm willing to try you because I've tried every other thing and it's not working. I'm, I'm willing, I'm willing, I'm willing. Oh God, for you to come into my life. If that is you on this afternoon, just raise your hand and say, God, I'm willing to meet you today. God, I'm willing, I'm willing. I, I want to know you. I need you. I need to be better. I need to be able to make it through this place. Jesus, come into my life and change me. Jesus, come into my life and help me. If that is you, just raise your hand. You don't even have to come up here. We just want to acknowledge that on this afternoon that you decide. I made a decision. I made a decision. I made a decision for you today. My God, in the name of Jesus. I don't want you to discount that you need him. 
If you're not sure that you know him, that you know Jesus, if you're not sure that you have help, then you need to rededicate. You need to say, you know what? No, I need you. And I want you. And if that is you, just raise your hand in this place. You don't have to leave the same way that you came in. You don't have to be alone. Or you can rededicate. You said it before, but God, I'm saying it again today that I need you. That I need you. I need you. I need you. I need you in my life. Amen. 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 My God, we say thank you for everyone that is in the place. Let's just seal this up. Let's seal it up, y'all. Everybody in the place, just repeat this after me. Lord Jesus, I need you. Be with me in my waiting place. I made some messes, but I need you. Come into my life. I'll make you my Lord and Savior. Amen. Amen. God, we seal that in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. God is able to do. Thank you, Lord. Yes, God. Thank you, God. Exceedingly.
coming, he's coming. Don't give up on God, cause he won't give up on you. Just stay right there in that waiting place. Don't give up on God, cause he won't give up on you. He's God for the word of God today. Amen. We're done. We are um, um, just a few announcements. Um, this Thursday night, if you just want to hang out with me, I'll be at the Wealthy Place on H. and Owens. Um, I'm speaking there for Bishop Bill McDonald's uh, anniversary, and uh, it's about seven o'clock. Uh, and the uh, the praise team's going to come with me and hang out. So it's always a good time over there. So you all can do that if you would like to. Um, on next Sunday, we will be going pink for Breast Cancer Awareness Month. It's one of those things that's just dear to the heart of New Antioch as a family. Uh, we're my survivors. Got any breast? We're my breast cancer survivors. Amen. We have a lot of them. And God bless you. Uh, so we're going to wear pink with you all next week. And uh, ladies, please get your uh, breast exams. And uh, I hear men actually, men get breast cancer too. So you all do your checks and make sure this month to get your mammograms if you haven't gotten it. Um, most people are surviving it now, but if they catch it early. So we do want to do that. We, that's one of the things that we do here in New Antioch. So we're going pink on next week. Um, everybody wear pink. Um, remember, it is Clergy Appreciation Month, so uh, pick somebody just to, that has ministered to you to appreciate them this month. Uh, next week is Coaches Sunday. Uh, coaches, you need to send me your numbers for August and September. But Coaches Sunday, I will be preaching. We have a word for you, but everybody come back. But coaches, I am looking for you on next Sunday. And we do want to thank everyone in the church that helped us uh, with uh, the services for uh, Sheila Wiley on yesterday, the mother of Sister Victoria and, and Brother Brandon. We appreciate uh, everything that you did. You did what family does. And so we thank you all for that. And that is our service. Instead of our um, regular benediction, we want to pray to seal some things, pray for, we are still with just one, that if you need the information, we have a card for you that has the sinner's prayer. We call it the sinner's prayer, but the prayer for salvation is on the back of it. Then there's a code where they can, you can put their numbers. I want you to continue to look for that one person that God has called you to bring into the kingdom uh, to, to receive Christ. And so uh, we're going to pray that prayer. Continue to pray for the vision. The leadership team is uh, leaving this week to go and retreat and, and hear from God what we're going to do for 2022. Yes, we have a 10-year plan, but we need God right now. What do he need us to do right now going into the next year? So pray that we receive that and continue to pray for the vision. So we'll be doing that as well. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, God, we thank you for this service today. We thank you for the work.
word of God from the woman of God. We thank you for the men of God that have stood and served in this church. Now, Father, in the name of Jesus, seal the word that they heard today. Seal us, God, in the waiting place. Those of us who are ready to move out, move us out. Those of us who are still waiting, God, feed us in this place. Be with us in this place. Don't let us make a mess in this place. Fix up the mess we did make in this place. Save in the name of Jesus. God, we pray for you give each one of us a divine appointment with someone who needs to be saved. In the name of Jesus, we are speaking into the atmosphere. Divine appointments bring somebody into our life. Bring us into somebody's life that needs to receive Jesus Christ. So send us out into this week. Send us out to serve. Send us out for you to save through us. Send us out to walk in power. We lift up the vision of New Antioch Christian Fellowship. God, that you bring it in fruition. New Antioch is in a waiting place. But God, we're waiting expectantly with confident expectation. Hallelujah. With confident expectation that you will do what you said you would do. In Jesus' name, we thank you, Father. Amen and amen. Amen and amen. Again, they're going to come to dismiss you um, safely. Uh, as she said for the, for the, uh, during uh, the altar call, we will hold up on altar call. We have uh, uh, a little bit of... Uh, uh, I shouldn't say we, we weren't scared, but it, everything was fine. But we are we can't keep we can't slip up, and so you need I need you to te treat yourself like you got COVID. Just act like you got it, and act like everybody you know has it, so we don't slip up. And so with, when we do feel the Spirit saying we do need to pray and lay hands, we'll do that. We're not afraid of that, but we also want to be wise. If the Spirit tells us to lay hands, uh, we're going to do that. Uh, if, but other than that, we're going to be a little careful until this thing dies down a little bit more. Amen. Amen. Uh, so, uh, but if you need us to pray and God tells us to move, uh, we're not, we, we will do that. So I thought y'all wasn't going to lay hands on people, but y'all just did. We Thank you for tuning in today. I hope this message really reached you. If you'd like to know more about our campuses, you can visit our central campus at newantioch.org. That's N-E-W-A-N-T-I-O-C-H dot org. Or for our Aliante campus, you can visit us at newantioch-aliante.org. That's N-E-W-A-N-T-I-O-C-H dash A-L-I-A-N-T-E. If you'd like to sow a seed into this ministry, you can do so by texting New Antioch to 77977 for Aliante campus. Central Campus, it's New Antioch Central at 77977.